Hey everyone, welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. Today I get to be Chuck's guest on his podcast and you get to hear my story of how I came to experience more with God. So stay tuned. Welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck, and I am so excited to be talking to with you today about what I'm going to be talking about, and I'm not going to be doing it alone. Um, I'm going to always try to have other people with me, or at least as much as possible, and Tracy, who's my assistant, is going to be with me today, and Tracy, it's so good to have you on. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Okay, cool. Now, what we're going to be talking about really applies to everybody, and well, let me kind of give you a heads up. So, In our church, one of the times we got together and we said, how can we help people really connect with God? I mean, really, truly hear his voice. And I mean, what way can you do? What could you do to actually tune in to hear the voice of God? And to me, maybe this doesn't make sense to everyone, but hopefully it'll at least resonate with a lot of you. It's kind of like when you're um, watching TV and you go to a different channel, you're going to hear or see something different than you were seeing or hearing before. Now, that hopefully makes sense. But before you ever got there, the signal was already in your house. Uh, the signals are flying through. So right now, no matter where you are, people are singing, people are laughing, maybe someone's crying, and all that's in airwaves going out, and you could tune in or not tune in. But if you could tune in, you would hear or see something different than you had been seeing. Now, the same is with God. In Job 33, it says, God speaks once and even twice, yet no one notices. So God says this, I'm speaking, but not not everyone's noticing, not everybody's hearing from me. And I think that's because we're not tuning in well. So how do you tune in? Well, we teach this thing, and we're going to just give you a quick overview of it called I-T-E-L. And by the way, it's called I-T-E-L. So whenever you do this, you have a story to tell of you and God and how you're interacting So I is intentional intimacy. You spend time with God every single day uh, reading his word. That helps you tune into God, and then you ask him to speak to you. T is total surrender. So you have to have total surrender of your time, your talent, and your treasure. So you know what? As you make sure you have time in your day devoted to serving God or time in your week where you serve God, uh, the talent is the spiritual gift he's given you. You use that. And when you do, you start tuning into God better. And then treasure is, you know, giving to God financially. Jesus said where your treasure is, your heart is also. So now we want to go more in depth on the E, which is experience more. And that means you go outside your comfort zone to serve God, to do something with God and maybe in, in with other people. And what happens is you have to walk by faith and not by sight. You get a chance to depend on God. Now, the reason I'm going into all that is because we want to talk about how every one of us could do that, and we're going to use Tracy's life as an example. Uh, Tracy lived this out, and she's been on a journey because of it. And so, Tracy, your first step in stepping into the E mm-hmm. and stepping into experiencing more was actually go to a class called Next Step. Mm-hmm. So, uh I'm originally Lebanese, and so my my family and I, we used to go to an Arabic church, and we decided to uh, try a church more local, and so we came to Crossroads, and we had attended for probably six months, and we had heard the Next Step announcements every month, but then just one day we heard it like, okay, let's let's go to Next Step and see how to get connected, because we had only been attending. We hadn't been plugged in serving. We hadn't been plugged into any ministry. We were just attending. So we went to Next Step. It was um, the first Sunday of the month. It was after the 11 a.m. service, started at 1230. And uh, we heard yours and Pam's story. And then we went the consecutive three Sundays after that. And uh, we heard about being intentional with um, our time with God. And we heard about the experience more. And it was at that time that we signed up to serve. 
and we served originally in our disabilities ministry. Yeah, yeah. And so what's kind of cool is that you probably in that moment didn't realize how life-changing that was going to be for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and because uh, you were a recruiter and actually um, you were doing really, really well in the business you were in, mm-hmm. uh, working in with a really good corporation. And so you had all that going for you, and yet God had something else, but you had to take the first step to get to the next step to mm-hmm. get to the next step. But by experiencing God in those ways, God began to guide you, right? Oh, for sure. I don't think I even knew that we had a disabilities ministry um, here at the church. I I didn't know. And so when we went to Next Step and we saw so many different areas to serve, whether it's kids ministry, junior high, high school, um, we felt God, it was me and my sister, we felt God calling us to serve in disabilities. And oh my goodness, what a joy. I think the very first uh, opportunity we had to serve was at the day camp. And it was just a completely different world. And it was, I didn't realize what we had been missing out on just coming to church and attending the service. Um, without that without that serving aspect of it, how much you can get filled by serving. Yeah. And everybody who's listening, we have an event coming with our disabilities ministry that you could experience God in an incredible way. And it's called the Night to Shine Prom. And it's on what day? So it's on Friday, February Seventh. Okay, Friday, February 7th. Now, right now, we especially need men. Mm -hmm. So if you're a a high school guy, college guy, uh, or you're any age man above that, uh, we need men to serve as buddies Mm -hmm. where you actually get to uh, be with someone and make their night really, really special. Uh, But we also need other people. And so, man, I want to say, if you haven't even thought about what if you just gave a night of your life to experience God... And would you agree you experience God when you do that? Oh, it's incredible. And especially at a night like that, it's such a fun night. And if you, we always need guy uh, men to serve, but you get to take a participant on just an incredible experience and you get to dance, you have dinner, you take pictures, there's karaoke. I mean, so many different ways that you get to experience just such a fun night. And it really is fun. And I know you might not have thought about it, but when you give your time to God, the the I-T-E-L time, Mm -hmm. and then you also say, God, I want to experience something different. That's not what we normally do. I don't think many of you plan to go to prom on February 7th, (laughs) but it's a prom with dancing and food, amazing Mm -hmm. food. And it is fun. And yet, here's the thing I'd say, you're going to experience God. And when you took that step by mm-hmm. being in disabilities ministry, mm-hmm. then God prepared you for another step, and that was to go on a global outreach trip. Yes. So we, I had served in disabilities for months, and I loved it. Every Sunday, I would serve in um, our 9 a.m. class, and I would do the events like prom and day camp. Um, and then in one of the services, we had an opportunity to sponsor a child. It was highlighted in one of the services, and it was uh, to sponsor a child in Kenya. And one of the story videos that we showed during that service was of a girl who sponsored a kid and went to Kenya, and she got to meet her sponsor child. And so again, me and my sister are sitting there, and we're just like, How cool would that be to sponsor a kid in Kenya and then to get to go on a trip and meet them? And so in service, they passed out um, a piece of paper that had a child on it, and you get to raise your hand in service and get that and uh, get that kid to sponsor. So we went out and we sponsored um, our first, I sponsored a child, my sister sponsored a child. And uh, we looked at each other and we said, well, now we have to go on a trip. Now we have to meet the child that we decided to sponsor. And so we signed up for um, our Kenya trip. This was back in 2017. We signed up to go to Kenya and I was still, I was a recruiter at the time. So I was serving in disabilities. I was serving in Kenya and I was working um, as an area recruiter at my job. 
And um, God made time for me to serve in all those areas and more. Uh, we started fundraising to go to Kenya, which honestly, I, I thought, I didn't realize how much support I would get from my friends and family financially and in prayer until I started fundraising. And uh, we started serving on the global outreach teams. And uh, by that time, we had each picked up another kid. So we were sponsoring two kids each at the time. So now we got to, uh, we were looking at meeting both kids in Kenya. And we, uh, we prepared to go. And in July, we went to Kenya our first year. And it I can't even tell you how life-changing it was. Um, it was in preparing for that trip and being on that trip that I asked God, is this really where you want me in life or should I be doing something more? And it was probably, what, seven months after that that I came on staff. That's right. That's right. And so one of the things that Tracy brought out is that, you know, um, she, part of what, it, the trips can be expensive, but you never start with, I can't afford it. You start with God, where do you want me to go? And then part of experiencing God and having him do things is going through a faith process of having him show you how to get the financial resources to go. Mm-hmm. And we help people do that. We don't just leave you out there. Right. Um, we work with people, but I, what I don't want you to miss is it's about God. Mm-hmm. It's about the journey with God. It's about experiencing God. And even in that fundraising is a part of the experiencing God. Mm -hmm. Then when you go, you're going to work in one of the worst slums in all the world. And by the way, I'm laughing as I say it. I've been there many times. You've been there now many times. Mm -hmm. It really is one of the worst slums in all the world, although it's way better than it was when we first started there um, because God's using us to transform it. But then you go and you're outside your comfort zone, but you get to be with those kids and you get to teach them about Jesus and show love to them. And you just start hearing from God, right? Oh yeah. It's cool. Cause I mean, we, we, what I love about Crossroads is that we get to go and we have a relationship with the community in the slums. There's a lot of churches that will do work in Kenya, which is great there. It's, it's more open where they get to do work in a lot of different areas. But what Crossroads commits to is they choose one specific uh, community. And so we do work in that one community. And so you get to see year after year relationships built, progress made. So 2020, this will be my fourth year going to Kenya. I've gone every year since my first trip in 2017. I now get to co-lead the trips, which is incredible. But when I talk about the relationships you get to build with the teachers, the social workers, your sponsor kids, I mean, seeing your seeing the progress made in just your sponsor kid every year is incredible. Yeah, and I've seen that in the children we sponsor, uh, which, I mean, I get emotional to think about how we've been a part of seeing their lives change. But, you know, uh, one of the things that um, I know is true for me, and I'm going to guess it's true for you, but I'm going to ask you. See, I've never gone on a global outreach trip I didn't hear from God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have heard from God. What Mm -hmm. about you? Every single trip? Every single trip I hear from God. It's cool because uh, you're completely pushed out of your comfort zone. I mean, you're talking about a completely different culture, different customs, different expectations. And you really ha- you really rely on God because you see firsthand spiritual attack. I mean, when you're, when you're stepping that much in faith and you're doing that much for the kingdom of God, um, you expect some type of spiritual attack. But then you get to see God work with... I mean, I did things I didn't know I was capable of doing just because I made myself available for God to... To use. And I think that alone, you're just like, wow, God, you are so incredible to do the things that you're able to do. And yeah, I feel unworthy most of the time, but God just totally makes you worthy of it in the moment. Oh yeah. And the other thing is uh, when, when you go, 
um, you're changing lives. You're gonna, mm-hmm. you're, you'll help change the lives of the people on your team and have incredible friendships from that. But then you're also going to change the lives of the people we have in a relationship with. Because again, we do. We have a relationship when our, everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's ongoing. And, and then your life changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you can't just, you just grow spiritually. You go deeper mm-hmm. with God. You're more in tune with God, which is the whole idea of that I-T-E-L. Mm-hmm. And then you have a story to tell. When, mm-hmm. when people ask you, how do you know there's a God? There's all these stories you can tell about yep. how you know there's a God. Yeah, so true. It's cool because, I mean, when you go to Kenya, and like you said, you talk about extreme poverty in a way that it's so hard to imagine. You have to see it really to understand when we when we say extreme poverty. But you are talking to people that have nothing. They literally have nothing, yet they have joy because of Jesus. And I think that we can that that message gets very um, convoluted here because we have so much of everything. Um, that when you go to the simplicity of just Jesus and the joy that Jesus brings, you take everything else out. That's what you experience in Kenya, the joy of Jesus when there's literally nothing else. And so Jesus brings that joy. Yeah, which is so, and I'm going to use the word Mm awe-inspiring. It it gets to a place where it's way beyond us and way beyond anybody Mm -hmm. else. Um, So here's the thing. Everybody still, if you want to, we have openings, I think, on most of our trips still. I don't know how many. I think some are pretty getting closer to being completely full but we have a trip to Kenya this year and that would be incredible and Tracy by the way is going to be one of the leaders so you could experience her leadership gift in a good way um, we have another trip to the Holy Land mm-hmm. and what we do on that just now catch this this is not a tour like some people act like well it's going to be a tour it's actually way better I would call it it's more like a sojourn mm-hmm. uh, or a pilgrimage uh, in the Bible it talks about making a pilgrimage to Jerusalem mm-hmm. and so what happens is you go there and you get to minister to to children and people in the Palestinian provinces and pour love into them and partner with the church there that we'd love to do. And we'll train you to do all that. Then uh, this year, Pam and I will be with you and we'll take you to all the holy sites. We'll take you to Temple Mount and you get to stand on Temple Mount where the next temple is going to be built, but where Jesus actually uh, uh, did an incredible amount of his teaching on Temple Mount and you'll be there. And, And God says his eyes are always on Temple Mount. You'll go to the Mount of Olives. You'll go to the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, you'll get to go uh, on the Sea of Galilee. Um, mm-hmm. You get to you get to be in Capernaum, which is where Jesus did about seventy percent of his teaching and miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you get to walk the very steps. Now, kids, just the very steps Jesus walked. We're going to walk on, and you're going to see things Jesus saw, and you're going to go uh, to the place where he did the the Sermon on the Mount. And you will get so close to God. Going to Israel will change you. And by the way, I haven't brought you yet, but one day we're going to bring you to Israel, mm-hmm, right? Next mm-hmm. year. Next year, 2021, hopefully. Yeah, that's right, 2021. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go. And this year, your sister's going. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just incredible. We also have a trip to Nepal. Uh, that's for those of you who are a little more rugged. It is the hiking in the Himalayas, going to unreached people groups and mm-hmm. uh, sharing Jesus in a very creative way. Uh, and so we have all these amazing trips. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is go to one. Mm-hmm. Just make the decision. If you can't go this year, go next year. But if you can go this year, go this year. and Don't put it off. And so all you need to do is email me, Chuck at CrossroadsChurch.com or Tracy at CrossroadsChurch.com. <laughs> and we'll get you all the information you need to get you on your journey with God. Mm-hmm. And so two things you could actually choose to do and to experience God. One, serve at our disabilities prom. Again, email us. We'll get you all the information for that. Uh, the other is uh, go on a global outreach trip. And both of those are life-changing, right? Oh yeah. Incredible life change. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to promise you that. 
There's no way if you do those two things, you're not going to experience God in a pretty amazing way, which is what we want. We want you to connect with God. We want you to hear from God. We want your relationship to be real. We want you to know his love, his power, his guidance. And by the way, because Tracy, you went to Next Step, then you went and served in disabilities, which led to you going on a, uh, sponsoring a child, which led to you going on global outreach trip. Then what happened is you ended up being my assistant. Yep. Yeah. It's a really cool story. I get, it's such a God story because I I had never talked to Chuck before. <laughs> he was our senior pastor, and I just never, you know, I don't I didn't ever talk to Chuck. Um, but when I was preparing for my trip to Kenya, I just felt that God was uh, telling me that I can do more for His kingdom than what I was doing, and so uh, that led me to apply to a position at the church. It wasn't even your assistant, um, and then it led me to interview with you and Pam, and um, and then I came on staff. So it I I can't attribute it to anyone but God. Yeah, and just not even saying this in flattery, Pam would totally agree with me that Tracy has changed our lives for the better. Mm-hmm. And uh, But when I hired you, I know I told you this, I said, I am not going to hire you unless I, I can be a part of unleashing you with your leadership and your gifting and finding God's plan for you. And that's what I've been doing with you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm not just saying this because you're in front of me, but working for you and Pam has been such a joy. So best decision I made. Good. And I'm so <laughs> glad. And so uh, we uh, want to see you go on a journey with God mm-hmm. because we know we're not done. And, and everybody here, you're not done. There's another step to take. Mm-hmm. So uh, take that step. Take that step. Serve at the Night to Shine prom uh, and and, uh, and or go on a global outreach trip mm-hmm. and just start getting yourself in a place where God can speak to you and then God will. Because God speaks once, God speaks twice, yet no one notices. That's what it says in Job 33. And, uh, you know, Jesus said something really cool. He said, my sheep hear my voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, he meant that. He wants you to hear his voice. And so we want you to be able to hear the voice of God. So we're going to come back uh, pretty soon with the next podcast. But hopefully you're going to take us up on doing these things and watch God move in incredible ways. God bless you and have a great week. Hey, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing my story of how I came to Crossroads and got plugged in. Um, I want to just encourage you guys in either signing up to join our Night to Shine prom or sign up for a global outreach trip. We also have Next Step with Chuck coming. It's going to be the first Sunday in February. That's February 2nd. So if you haven't attended Next Step, uh, please come. It's such a great opportunity to hear about how to become a true uh, member of Crossroads. We hope to see you then.